Welcome to Voices Unheard, where we bring you stories from the Arab and Muslim world. I'm your host, Rasha Ilas, and in this episode, we speak with someone who's breaking the ultimate cultural taboo, religion. And he tells us how the internet is helping him do that. What you're hearing is not a riot or a protest against the government. It's a mob celebrating the arrest of an atheist in Egypt. The video is about two years old, but atheism or challenging the sanctity of religion in any way is still a red line. Yet, despite the risk, it seems that the internet is allowing more and more atheists in the Arab world to go public with their controversial views. Ismail Muhammad is perhaps among the most outspoken. He has two shows on YouTube where he is pushing cultural boundaries. In one show, he interviews Arab atheists. His guests are former Muslims or Christians who dare show their face on camera. They say things that their society considers blasphemous, things that could be punishable by death. For now, I'd like to introduce Ismail's other show, the one where Ismail calls for the formation of a secular society in Egypt. Now, I grew up in the Arab world, and as an adult, I spent 10 years there covering the region as a journalist. One thing that struck me when I was there was people's general misunderstanding of what it means to have a secular government, what it means to separate state and religion. I came across many people who believe that a secular state means a government that forbids people from worshipping, a government that's anti-religion, maybe even a government that will persecute you for practicing your faith. So it's in this context that Smaii launched his show called Voice of Secularism. Here's an excerpt from his pilot episode where he uses an interesting analogy with love to explain the virtues of a secular society as he sees it to his listeners. It's in Arabic, so we're using an actor to translate it. Love is a way of life. Maybe no two people in the world could live together without the presence of love. It's a precondition for them to live happily together. Secularism is the same thing. It's something like love, but it's not applied merely to two individuals, but applied on a society as a whole. Through secularism, or secular thinking, we're able to live together in society. Maybe this summarizes the simple idea of our program. I spoke with Ismail earlier on Skype. He joined me from his hideout in a small town by the Red Sea in Egypt. Here you go. I am with you. Okay. Very good. Ismail was raised in a somewhat religious family. He grew up praying and fasting, just like everyone else in his community. I asked him how it was that four years ago he became an atheist. So uh, I heard about atheism uh, from the internet. There, there was an atheist guy 
uh, arrested. Uh, so I was uh, interesting to know about uh, what the meaning of uh, atheist, what the meaning of atheism. So Smail reached out to various communities online. He says one of the most eye-opening people for him was Richard Dawkins, who is a British evolutionary scientist. There are YouTube videos of Dawkins teaching evolutionary theory to religious students. Ismail explains what it was like to listen to that. Like if someone opened the door for you uh, to start think from the beginning. I start to rethink again after I saw this episode. I'm not, I'm not changing to atheism in this moment, but I start to search to make search in the history of religion and read more about science. In school in Egypt, the theory of evolution is not taught, only creationism, right? No, yes, in the school we start, we, we learned, we study that. We study, we come from, from Adam and Eve, and this is the first human on the earth, and the God made this man uh, from... Uh, from Earth. Yes, from Earth, yes. This was, this is, was my, my information about how, how people come to the earth. And when I saw uh, the movie about uh, evolution theory, I was, I was shocked. Soon, Smail faced a crisis of faith. He describes this period as being like a crazy person. He remembers that he walked the streets in a daze, confused, disheveled, unshaven, questioning and feeling lost and alone. His family was shocked when Ismail started expressing doubt about Islam and religion in general, but eventually they've come around. Today, he says they love and accept him as being different. But as he expressed his views more publicly, Ismail started to get death threats, which is why he moved to a small town by the Red Sea where people pay little attention to him. And it's there, from his makeshift home studio, that he interviews Arab atheists via Skype for his YouTube channel called Black Ducks. With over 120 episodes so far, I asked if he thinks there are a lot of closet atheists in the Arab world today. Yes, I see, I see that. I, uh, I think in every, in every home, in every house in the Arab world, there is at least one non-religion, one atheist person. From all ages, uh, the young people and old people too, in uh, our countries, uh, Middle East and North Africa, but no one can talk. Because they are afraid, they may be well killed if they say that. Uh, they may lose their jobs uh, or families or something like that. So every week, maybe every week, I can make a, a new episode with another a guy or another woman from the Arab world to talk about atheism, to talk about herself. What is your vision for a future Egypt or the future of the Arab world? You are a champion of secularism and I presume the separation of state and religion. But how would that look like in the Arab world? It's not easy and we need time. Maybe there is social media, there is internet now can help us to do that. The first step, in my opinion, to let people know 
the people doesn't know anything about many things, about very important things. Before maybe five or six years, the internet connection in the Arab world was very slow and nobody can watching videos or um, watching maybe uh, movies from, from the Arab, from the world. So now we can see what's happening in USA, what's happening in France, what's happening in Britain, uh, what's happening in Europe, what's happening in all the world. We can read uh, about uh, many religions. Before that, uh, it was forbidden. I don't know if you know, in Egypt, it's forbidden for a Christian man to marry or love Muslim woman because Sharia say that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we live here in Egypt like the like the old or very old, very ancient human societies. When was the woman only married from their family and forbidden to marry from another family? So there is a very big Muslim family here and very big Christian family here. But the Christian family can't marry from the Muslim family and the Muslim family can't marry also from the Christian family and can't love and can't make any uh, relation. So when we move forward to uh, think secularism here, we will broke this uh, tradition and the love will be the first in our culture. Mm. Love sure would be welcome these days in the Middle East. This was Ismail Muhammad. He and many other young Arabs are pushing all sorts of cultural boundaries and initiating important conversations about what they want the future of their countries to look like. They're doing this in the midst of raging wars, terrorism, mass displacement, and a humanitarian crisis unseen since World War II. Thanks to the internet, Arab youth can connect with each other and the rest of the world despite the hardships they face in their daily lives. You've been listening to Voices Unheard. Our podcast is an independent project funded by listeners like you. So please support us through the PayPal button on our website, www.voicesunheardpodcast.com. This episode was reported, written, and produced by me. Audio mixing by Tariq Fuda in New York City. Voiceover actor by Doug Roberts in Washington, D.C. The religious song about Adam and Eve that you heard in the intro is by Muhammad Muhi. We leave you with this jingle, which translates to, I'm not an infidel. Until next time, enjoy. I'm not an infidel.